it's too like I love I love Batcher more than the average human being and I'm still sick of it at that point <laughs> Hello and welcome to Take a Moment, a Bachelor podcast. For Paulina's friends, I'm Annalise. And for Annalise's friends, I'm Paulina. Paulina, welcome back. We missed you last week. I know, I missed you guys too. I'm excited to be back with you this week to talk about this Hometowns episode. Um, Before we get too far into Bachelor stuff, I do want to take a moment (laughs) um, (laughs) just to acknowledge that there's some really weird horrible stuff going on in the world right now Um, we're continuing to record as a way for people to kind of escape from the news if they feel like they need it Um, obviously our thoughts are with the people of Ukraine as World War III is commencing and just want to throw that out there we are aware that there are much more serious things going on in the world than who Clayton is going to pick at the end of this season Um, and we hope that we can provide some much needed levity to a pretty heavy week. Um, So diving into our mindless fodder, we finally made it to hometowns, Paulina. We did finally make it to hometowns. It felt like it was never going to get here. Hard agree. Um, Do you like hometowns? Like where does hometowns rank in terms of episodes that you like or dislike of The Bachelor? Uh, Generally, hometowns are my least favorite episode. Okay, I agree with that. And I feel like that's an unpopular opinion. It is an unpopular opinion. People are generally pretty excited for hometowns, but it hometowns always disappoints. It always disappoints and it always feels really forced to me and just like over the top, but like in a, like every episode is over the top, but it like is confusing. Yeah, it's over the top in terms of people giving it weight if that makes sense I feel like people make such a huge deal out of meeting families and Serene has said that she hasn't brought home a guy since her high school boyfriend and I feel like people give it more weight than it needs you know Mm -hmm. I agree um if you had to plan a hometown date what would you do on your hometown date my hometown date has two parts to it based on general vibe of me and the bachelor okay so for a nice normal human being that I don't feel like I need to do too much to entertain we would just go to downtown winter garden go to my favorite brewery and have like a nice Paulina day love that um for someone who I felt like I needed to do something more exciting I would take them to international drive and go to the whirly whirly dome to play whirly ball what is that I'm glad you asked. It is part <laughs> bumper car, part basketball, part lacrosse. And you just like, bumper car around with this lacrosse stick and like chuck it, but you're also like ran, running your car into other people. And I've played it literally one time, but I have thought about it ever since. I was 18. I'm 25 now. And I have not stopped thinking about <laughs> my time at the Whirly Dome. And I would love any excuse to go back. This is an audio medium. You can't tell, but my jaw dropped when you said bumper cars, lacrosse, and basketball. Excuse me? Yes. If you have any time, please go on YouTube and type in Whirly Ball. And you can watch the Whirly Ball like rec leagues. And it's like a bunch of old people playing and they're having just the world's best time. And they're much better than I was. I just ran in circles. Wow. There's a whole league for it. That's awesome. What would your uh, hometown date be like? So 
the upside to living right outside of DC is there are so many cool things to do and so many wonderful very unique parts of the city that I would love to incorporate into a hometown date. Um, I'm a big Washington Capitals fan. So if I could work it out with the team, I would love to do like a Maddie Pruitt style date on the ice and like get either one of the coaches or one of like the lower tier players to get involved in it, just kind of shoot around on the ice. I think that would be really cool. Um, the downside to living in DC is there are so many hoops you need to jump through to do literally anything because the government and the safety of the government, because <laughs> the government, you know. Um, so if I weren't able to do that or do anything on the mall, like the National Mall or anything like that, I think I would bring the bachelor to my ballet studio and make them take a private lesson with me because that would be fun. That sounds like a very on-brand hometown date for you. A cat game so. or wander around DC or ballet. I like it. Thank you. I think so too. I like the um, activity hometown dates when it's actually something that the person cares about. Like um, we'll get to Susie's hometown date, but I thought that was a great use mm -hmm. of like an activity date. But when it's Caitlin Bristow bringing Chris Souls to a random back alley recording studio in Arizona for her hometown date. I'm like, the mm -hmm. there was more. How do you think your family would act on a hometown date? Um, considering you've met my family, I think you know exactly <laughs> how they would act. They would have like a little bit too much fun with it. I think yeah. I would get zero airtime on my hometown date. It would solely be like interviews of my mom and my sister. Like a little bit Jojo Fletcher, right? Yeah, like a little bit but my dad would be absolutely clueless. He'd be like, why are there people here? Do I know them? <laughs> my mom would be just like very excited. She'd want to make sure everyone knew her opinion. And my sister would just be like berating the bachelor, being like, do you really think you're good enough for Paulina? Why? Valeria would sources. be, <laughs> list your sources. Oh, that's so Valeria. She would be iconic. Like she would be, Gabby's grandpa for the hometown episode oh, on I your agree. season. I agree. Valeria would would be the re, would be the, how I knew whether or not I was the person receiving the final rose. What was Nick Viall's little sister's name? Was it Bella? Oh, I don't know. Maybe she like appeared on every season that he did. Like she was always mm -hmm. there because he always made it to hometowns. She would dethrone Nick Viall's little sister as like bachelor nation's younger sister yeah <laughs> I think you're right. how do you think your family would react I mean I know you're you said your mom is pretty anti yeah so I, yeah as I mentioned a couple weeks ago um my mother would not be there <laughs> <laughs> I think I could probably convince my dad though um we're like very similar people so I think it would be funny to have my dad on a hometown date just to be skeptical and a little bit antagonistic. Um, I don't think I would want my brother to be there just because he um, he has a lot of like social anxiety. So I wouldn't want him to feel the pressure of being there. But I think I would invite a few of my friends. Like I think I'd invite Alden. Alden, if you're mm -hmm. listening, congratulations. Um, and I think I'd invite my roommate, Maddie, who you guys got to meet last week. And I think it'd be like pretty normal pretty average not too much uh 
not too much drama unless my dad didn't want to deal with it. I think your brother could do like a like a Rachel Lindsay's dad appearance of like staying yeah. off camera, like being involved, but like getting to remove himself as much as he wanted. Yeah, exactly. I would like beg the show to let me do that if that were a thing. So, so let's get into it. Um, we start off the episode in Pakowson. Pakowson. Pakowson, Virginia, um, which I looked it up because I was like, oh, that's probably just like a suburb. Like I've heard of Pakowson, but I don't know where it is in Virginia. It is near Newport News. So to get to Virginia Beach, you drive along the eastern border of the state of Virginia and you get to Newport News and then you have to go through a tunnel. You go under the water and you come back up and you're in Virginia Beach. Susie does not live through that tunnel. She lives on the Newport News side of the tunnel. She doesn't live in Virginia Beach. Maybe she works in Virginia Beach. I think she lives there now, but maybe her family lives in Pakowson. Because mm-hmm. um, they do part of their date on the Virginia Beach Pier, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they have their little picnic time. It was interesting that we got in our hometown episode this season we got someone from Virginia and from Florida so we're yeah a little too much about the geography of things exactly yeah we can poke holes in their logic here (laughs) and uh Rachel lives right by you too so you can really speak to her experience Mm -hmm. um so Susie starts things off by taking Clayton to a jujitsu class um I thought this was really cool. This is something that she talked about in her intro package. She's talked about it on her Instagram account. And I want to say it was part of her Miss Virginia platform as well. She lived in Japan for several years working for Disney as a Disney princess, casual. And that was where she got exposed. Yeah, like whatever. Um, And while she lived in Japan, that was where she learned about jujitsu. I loved the way that she talked about this. Did you have any insight into this whole thing um one that jujitsu was something that was like not on my radar before this past year all of a sudden I feel like I know a ton of people that have like started doing jujitsu and are obsessed with it and love it and everyone talks about it so highly including Susie Mm -hmm. and it was really cool to see her get so excited about something different than what we've seen in like a lot of other seasons and like you can tell it is something that like means a lot to her and that she's very excited to share this experience with him Yeah, she's never seemed out of control or super uncomfortable or super anxious, but there was just this subtle confidence and security that she had while she was talking to him about jujitsu. It was just really cool. It was Mm -hmm. nice to see this other side of her. Um, Were you expecting shrimp to be brought up again? (laughs) No, I did not expect. I thought we had moved past shrimp until the woman to all, but they found a way to bring it back. They knew and even Clayton's face was like, he's like, there's no way on God's green earth that we have to talk about shrimp again. I'm at hometowns. This girl is gone and we're still doing it. Exactly. Yeah. He like, he cannot believe the odds that they're still talking about shrimp. Um, after the jujitsu class, they have a little picnic on the Virginia Beach waterfront. We don't see a ton of this. So it kind of feels mm-hmm. like I don't want to say a waste of time to go all the way through the tunnel just to show five seconds of a picnic and then go all the way back, but it was kind of a waste of time. It makes me feel like 
that there wasn't anything dramatic about their picnic, so they had nothing to show us, but they wanted us to know that they did in fact eat. That's a good point. The show has come under a lot of scrutiny for nobody eating on camera. <laughs> so maybe that was it. They just want to be like, hey, by the way, we did feed our contestant and bachelor. Yeah, we do let them eat. Don't you worry, America. Um, Susie kind of briefs Clayton on who he's going to meet. She talks, she speaks really highly about her parents' relationship and says that that's something that she wants to emulate. And she talks about how big of a role model her dad has been um, and how she wants to marry somebody who reminds her of her dad. And then we go and meet the family. And it seems like it goes pretty well. I like nothing really stood out to me about Clayton meeting Susie's family. Um, the biggest thing about him meeting the families I liked how he talked about she was the first one-on-one and I was like oh I forgot that like it's nice to like yeah. be reminded of how far they've come yeah we get and a little refresher with each woman of like how they got here and mostly the thing was the only like notes I had on this really was that Susie's dad also looked shocked at how much Susie cares about his opinion and like the role mm-hmm. he's had and I also wrote, I hope my parents would talk this highly of me because her parents just go off on like how fantastic Susie is. And I was like, I hope my parents had this many kind things to say about me. My goodness. I know. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I found super interesting was when Susie's mom asks Clayton point blank, are you in love with my daughter? He kind of word salad word vomits a little bit here. Um, do, do you think that this is just like he hasn't seen enough of the show to know how to handle this conversation or do you think he actually doesn't know how he feels about literally anybody I think it could be a mix of both because he fumbles that conversation with literally every parent in this episode except for Rachel's parents he still could have done that one better yeah definitely also he's had practice by that point yeah (laughs) but like brother Palmer has done nothing to prepare him for this and you can it's it's very clear I think he is still figuring out how he's feeling I personally think that he wants to like Susie more than he does yes I agree with that so he's like I like can see myself getting there it like definitely makes sense but like how do I tell her parents that without just seeming like the worst I think also so Susie had the secret one-on-one where she told him that she was falling in love with him then had the one-on-one last week in Vienna and I don't remember I don't think Clayton has told her that he's falling in love with her too has he no because later in this episode she's talking about how her mom she mentions right before the rose ceremony in her ITM that um, her mom said she asked Clayton point blank and he didn't reciprocate those feelings for her. So she was like, my mom said like, he didn't say that he felt that same way about me, but I still have like, I still think that he does, but like honest, like you don't never know. And his, her mom says proceed with caution, but also tells Clayton, hope we get to see you again. Mm-hmm. So I think he hasn't directly told Susie, like, I'm falling for you too. And this hometown's going to be like a weird 
mental state for her after hearing that she he straight up told her mom no I'm not in love with your daughter what a thing to tell a parent yeah I think it also speaks to what you were saying about him trying to convince himself that he's more into her than he actually is I feel like that's probably why he was hedging a little bit mm-hmm. um I think that he uh, skips a step and tells her that he loves her next week though based off of the preview mm-hmm. so he did some real good convincing of himself really quickly yeah we'll, we'll see how next week goes was there anything else that you thought was important about Susie's hometown um nope just the pure panic on Clayton's face when he was asked <laughs> this question that he should have 100% been expe- like expected yeah. to happen Exactly. Yeah. I think her parents didn't see any red flags with him. He seems like he makes a fine enough impression. I don't think he wowed any parents. I don't think that he raised any huge red flags either because he seems like a nice, decent guy, but that's kind of a nice made Western himbo. Exactly. End of, end of descriptive language about Clayton. Like that's, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. He moves a little bit closer to his roots and visits Gabby in Denver next. They go on a nice little hike and there is a wilderness hot tub for whatever reason. Um, They talk about who will be on her hometown and this is where Gabby says that her dad will not be able to make it because his long-term girlfriend was recently diagnosed with cancer and they don't want to take any risks with COVID. I thought that this was really awesome. I really commend the show for number one, letting this air. A lot of their audience lives in parts of the country that don't believe that COVID is real and don't believe in COVID protocols, don't believe in vaccination. So I thought it was really great that the show left this in and specifically said it's because she's high risk for COVID. Um, the upside to this really bummer of a situation for Gabby is we get to meet her delightful extended family instead. And all of them, she said, were from out of town and they traveled in for this hometown. Yeah. Also really sweet to see that she, they were like, Hey, I know you really want your dad here, but like, we care about you a lot and we care about who you could be spending your future with. Like, yeah, we'll make the trip from, they didn't say where they were from. It could have been from far. It could have been like two towns over. I (laughs) I loved them. I loved every single member of her family. It's her aunt, uncle, I think a cousin was there, right? And her grandpa. Um, Her grandpa was obviously the star of this episode. Were there any of his lines that really stood out to you? Obviously, she's always been a dingbat. A lovable (laughs) dingbat is my biggest takeaway from this episode. Also, when Gabby's talking to her grandpa and she's like, what do you think of him? And he's like, well, I think he's full of crap. Anyone who can like you is obviously full of crap. Just like, I could not, I lost my mind. They were like teasing that clip leading up to the episode. They posted it on the official Mm -hmm. Bachelor accounts and everybody was like, oh no, he doesn't like Clayton. And then it's literally the opposite. It's that he loves Gabby so much that he's ready to roast her just like he loves her so much there's no limit to how much he loves her and he not only tells her that you can really see it through the screen and they just they have such a sweet relationship um twitter was trying to get dingbat for bachelorette trending oh that would have been fun i would love 
for Gabby to be the bachelorette exclusively if her grandpa can be a huge part of the season. I would Um, like her grandpa to take over Brother Palmer's role. Yes, I love that. Um, There were also some more things he said that I wrote down that I was like, oh, I should say these. Yes, please do. When he's like having a serious conversation with her, telling her like, make sure, like, don't rush into things. Make sure before you say yes, he goes, because like, this is going to be forever. He's like, and if it's not forever, I'll come back and haunt you. (laughs) And that was so cute. cute. And she's like, I hope you come back to haunt me anyway. And he's like, I I mean, I definitely will. (laughs) Right. Like he gives good advice and also is just absolutely hilarious at the same time. And then his best advice, like no jokes involved was him saying, because Gabby comments how he, she loves how he still wears his wedding band and like that's really sweet for her and he's like he's like you know like relationships are a lot of work but they're worth it both people involved have to be flexible and forgiving and just be, remember to be loving overall and I was like I was like no jokes just genuine I want you to know like you gotta be flexible but also remember to love each other and love yourself yeah it was so beautiful it was just lovely he seems like a wonderful, wonderful human. I hope he lives forever. Mm-hmm. We wrap up Gabby's hometown with her sitting with Clayton and her whole family. It seems like it's gone pretty well. They seem pretty into Clayton. Um, they're all sitting, talking about how her dad isn't there. And then we hear the horn honking from outside. She goes outside and her dad gets out of the car and love actually style has cards with messages written on them and she just immediately dissolves into tears what did you think about this overall because I think it's getting mixed reactions from the fandom I thought I liked it a lot I thought it was very cute and it was like a nice way of getting her dad involved in a way that he still felt safe and in a way that kind of reminded Gabby like he's there for her like even if he can't physically be there and I appreciate that Clayton like let Gabby have this moment with yeah. her dad without like coming out and making it like about him he was like this is because he talks to me he's, he's like I think it could be a guest I think it could be her dad and he doesn't move from the couch at all until yeah. like, he hears the car drive away and then he steps outside to like talk to her exactly yeah he like he has poor instincts this entire season up until this moment and then his in- instincts are spot on I've, I, I agree with you. I thought it was so sweet. I thought it was really nice to make sure that he was comfortable. Um, I was listening to Bachelor Party, and usually I agree with Juliet Littman's takes, but she thought it was extremely bizarre, and she didn't like that he couldn't speak. And she was confused because she assumed that they were getting COVID tested very, very regularly as part of the show. So she was like, why would you not feel comfortable with being closer than like 50 feet apart or whatever you are knowing that they get COVID tested? I strongly disagreed with that assessment. I think it's when you have somebody who's dealing with cancer, like um, when my brother was going through chemo, he got hospitalized a bunch of times and his white blood cell count was literally zero for most of those times. Mm. Uh, Like you literally have no antibodies you have no ability to fight an infection when you're on chemo and I really admired his willingness to put his girlfriend's health first and still be there for Gabby just like you're saying um and I thought the cards were cute like I thought those cards were cute I think 
I understand. I like can kind of see that she's like, I don't understand why he couldn't speak. Yeah. Like, yeah, he probably could speak, but also like how depressing would that have been to have your dad like like just out of reach being like, hey buddy, love you. I'm leaving I, now. Like it's worse if it, you're screaming. <laughs> the cards made it so much sweeter. Yeah. And like the movie reference, the scene in Love Actually, he doesn't speak at all the entire time. So I feel like that was a cute homage to the movie as well. Like, what if Love Actually is one of her favorite movies? We don't know. Yeah, she seems like she loves Christmas. Mm-hmm. It seems like that could have been like an inside thing between her and her dad too. Yeah, we, yeah. It might've just not explained to us because like we don't have a right to know every aspect of Gabby's personal life pre-bachelor. True. True. I cannot tell you how relieved I was that they did not mention her mom a single time. How surprising was that though? Genuinely shocked. I've never been more excited to be completely wrong about why somebody is crying. Yeah. I love being right, but I was so happy I was wrong. Yeah, I really liked this hometown and I thought it was cute to see Gabby get sen- sentimental with Clayton, but also like with her family. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they seem so wonderful. I love how comfortable she is around her family too. Like she talks about her limo exit with them, specifically talking about how she wanted to sit on Clayton's face. And they're all just like, oh, Gabby. <laughs> like they're not even surprised. They're just like, come on, man. I think her grandfather goes, Gabriella, I'm not going to blush for this. he does that is the exact line summary statement we love gabby we love gabby's family justice for gabby's grandpa in all of his endeavors Mm -hmm. we hop over from denver to oklahoma city oklahoma to visit serene Um, their daytime activity is like this adventure course it's not quite a ropes course it's more metallic than a ropes course if that makes Mm -hmm. sense like an industrialized one um do you think that Oklahoma City is so boring that they couldn't come up with anything unique to do or did Serene and production just not come up with anything better to do than this I don't think that Oklahoma City is that boring that they couldn't think of anything more specific to do I think a lot of times with hometowns people don't actually do things that are like relevant to their hometown they just like do a fun activity and that makes me sad. It also makes me sad. Um, but it sounds like, based on how she talked about it with her family, that she's someone who's always looking to do like fun new things. And this is yes. something she's always wanted to do and never has done. So she thought this would be something different and they would be able to experience a new experience in her hometown together. Yep. Yeah. I agree with that take completely. Um, after they do their little obstacle course and Clayton has many freakouts and Serene has none. Um, they meet her family. She introduces him to her mom and her older brother. And I think there were a couple of other random people there mm-hmm. as well. Right. Yeah. Um, her dad is not with her mom anymore. Her dad was not involved in the hometown date. Um, so her brother kind of takes over the like, traditional patriarchal role for this hometown and he really he really grills Clayton he does a good job of like Mm -hmm. putting the pressure on him yeah her brother definitely takes on that very like protective brother Mm -hmm. role 
and creates such panic on Clayton's face. (laughs) This whole date, like Serene's hometown for Clayton was just filled with panic across the board. Yeah, I don't think he ever recovered emotionally from the Riversport adventures. And then he was just like grilled by the brother, like rightfully so, as he deserves to be. And him saying that he's not in love yet and that like, and he's like, well, don't go hurting her. Like, don't go doing something stupid. Yeah. So they like pan over to Serene and she's so giddy and saying how she's falling in love and she's in love. And she shows her mom the Firefly mason jars from mm-hmm. last week. Like she somehow brought them with her from Europe. Just, uh, I feel so bad for her. She concludes the hometown by telling Clayton that she loves him and he obviously doesn't react because most of the bachelors don't react when people um up their love level as Game of Roses would say but uh it just I feel so uncomfortable with the fact that she was so secure in this relationship and so sure about it even though she is objectively completely out of his league on every front and then she immediately got sent home he does react though he is like grinning ear to ear he looks so happy about it he's like and he's talking about how he's never had to pull anything out of her she's been so vulnerable and so open this whole time mm-hmm. that that kind of makes it hurt so much more at the end of the episode that you're how do you go from like I'm so glad you've been so vulnerable and open with me and like you're in love with me and you're the first person to say that and right like his he doesn't reciprocate that's what I should have said he doesn't Mm -hmm. tell her like I'm falling in love with you I'm in love with you too but he you're right he looks so excited that she's in love with him his body language and his reaction would make me think that he's just following OG batch rules and not saying that he's in love with anyone Mm -hmm. like pre-Ben Higgins we all know he hasn't seen any of this show let alone know the pre-Ben Higgins versus post-Ben Higgins playbook um But yeah, I agree with that. I thought he was just like, he was told to keep his cards close to his chest and just like followed orders. Mm -hmm. We wrap up the hometowns with Rachel in Claremont, Florida. Paulina, tell us about Claremont, Florida. Claremont, Florida is a very cute uh, little part of central Florida. It's like a little west. I'm from Winter Garden, Florida. Claremont and Winter Garden are very close to each other. Milo, my cat, I got him from the Orlando Cat Cafe, which is in Claremont, Florida. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. So, so Milo, Milo- you have anything to add about Claremont? Nope, Milo says, I'm going to eat my treat that I hid in the corner of the door instead. Perfect. As he should. He is a king. Um, so Rachel's activity, I would say is the most specific to her hometown. They go on a little kayak through, I'm not good with bodies of water. I think it was like a Creek, (laughs) maybe part of a swamp. I think they're, um, in, they're going through part of the Springs. I don't remember which Springs it might be like, it might be like close to Wakaiva but I can say that for sure. Also, I don't know if these words mean literally anything to you, so. <laughs> they don't mean anything to me, but they might mean something to our listeners. Um, I thought this was a cool date. Like, it's fun. It's specific to where you are. It gives them a good opportunity to, like, chit-chat while they're 
doing the activity. So good pick, Rachel. Mm -hmm. I was shocked they didn't fly around like in an airplane. Yeah, I mean, she is a pilot student, not a full pilot yet. Yeah, we get that distinction in this episode only, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like she's, her Chiron says that she is a flight instructor, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I just kind of assumed that she was a pilot if she's teaching other people how to fly. She's, in fact, a pilot student hoping to be a pilot. A flight instructee, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, And her friend that's at her hometown, uh, I think his name's Nate. Mm -hmm. I went through his TikToks today. Excellent. Thank you for your research. And he was having a lot of fun because he's a flight instructor. So he was just showing all these... um, like what IT he's done with his students and things like that and that was really cool and I was like oh I wonder if that could be a way him and Rachel know each other too maybe he was her flight instructor now they're pilots together yeah yeah that's cool I wish we'd gotten a little bit more backstory there were a few friends or like accessory mm-hmm. family members throughout the group dates or throughout the hometown dates and I wish we'd gotten a little bit more backstory on all of them but Nate seems great. He's clearly done his research and he knows exactly what to ask Rachel and what to tell Rachel. Mm -hmm. Rachel also builds up her dad as being this scary, stern, mean person. And I thought that he was just like a normal protective dad when Clayton finally sits down with him. The first thing he does when he's talking with Rachel and Clayton, like in a group, is cry because he sees his daughter so happy I was like he's literally wiping tears from his face and she's like he's really tough he's never liked anyone he's always been really mean and I was like he honestly just seems like someone who loves you so much and that's probably why your exes think that he's really scary because they haven't been worthy of you in your dad's eyes and he finally sees somebody who makes you so happy Mm mm-hmm I thought it was also interesting that every single person talked about how they'd never seen Rachel this happy before and made sure to tell Clayton, like, you're doing something right because she's never been this excited and never looked this happy. I was also going to say it looked like pretty much everyone talked so highly of their dad Mm -hmm. this season. Mm -hmm. And I was going to say, if you were to have a hometown, who would be the person who, like, you'd have to hype, hype the batch up the most to like who they have to impress in your family, if friends, oh, whoever. Yeah, 100% my dad. Cause he, um, like I said, he and I are very similar. We have very similar senses of humor, but he is more reserved with his emotions and opinions than I am. He's very considerate, very caring, pays a lot of attention to details, but he does that in a very subtle way. So you don't necessarily know what he's thinking until you specifically ask him, what are your thoughts on this situation? So like, I wouldn't really get a good read until I sat him down to be like, so what, uh, what do you think about this person I've brought into your house and I want to marry? Do you have somebody in mind for who would be for you? Would it be Valeria? It'd definitely be Valeria. Yeah. Like, like I love my parents. I respect their opinion a lot, but Blair is definitely the person that knows me best mm-hmm. and would have the most like realistic <laughs> expectations for the situation. Blair would be like, why? <laughs> What's special about also because I would have been calling Blair this week being like, 
my friend is into this guy and honestly he's the most average man I've ever seen like I don't understand this and she's like yeah it's hard sometimes when people are just settling so Blair wouldn't let me settle (laughs) and for that we love her for many reasons we love her but for that especially we love her when Clayton is talking with Rachel's dad he is I would say the most forthcoming with how he feels about any of the women when he's talking about his relationship with Rachel would you agree with that I would agree he gives the most like valuable information in this yeah. conversation <laughs> everyone else he is like bumbling he's like ah, I don't know I I haven't told anyone I love them and he with this one he's like he's like hey I haven't told anyone I love them but these are the things I know for a- absolutely sure about Rachel and our relationship and why I'm excited to be here I liked that her dad asked him point blank like what if she wants to live in Europe for her job and he's like I think that what she wants to do with her life is awesome I would move with her I would do whatever it takes to make sure that she can pursue her her dream I thought that was a really good answer it was a good answer and for him to admit he's like she's told me about her ex and how he was trying to hold her back I don't want to be that person I will encourage her to do what she wants yeah I was like you go Clayton little baby feminist himbo over here finally getting things right exactly it took him get them wrong next week exactly (laughs) he learns some good lessons before this episode and then immediately forgets them as soon as fantasy suites are involved he and Rachel's dad have a discussion about engagement and him proposing and Rachel's dad basically says I won't know if I can give you my blessing until I talk to Rachel and see what she thinks about it if I see it after I talk to her about your guys's relationship when I say goodbye to you, I'm going to tap you on the arm. And that's your, that's your signal that you've got my blessing. Like, I really liked this. I hope that my dad would do something similar to this where yes, he recognizes that it's, I don't want to say it's his job to give Clayton his blessing, but he recognizes that that's something important for Clayton. And I'm assuming something that's important for Rachel as well. But he doesn't want to give him the all clear until he talks to Rachel and makes sure that that's what she wants to. Yeah, it was nice to see. And like, I think that's the first time we've seen something like that on this show that at least that I can remember of a parent being like, hey, like, I like you. I don't have an issue with you, but I'm not going to say I'm giving you the A-OK until like I check in with my kid first. Absolutely. I think the closest we saw was... Chris Souls's season when he went to Whitney's hometown he asked her ahead of the hometown visit who he should ask for a blessing she told him ask my sister she's going to be really tough on you and the sister when he asks for the blessing says I'm going to say no for right now because there are three other women give me a call when you know it's my sister and I thought that was like the best way of of hedging it Uh, Whitney also made it very clear to her sister like you have to tell him yes (laughs) Clayton does get the arm tap so he gets the all clear from Rachel's dad and we get to watch it again it's black and white slow-mo the black and white slow-mo and it's hearing Rachel's dad go I'm not much of a hugger but it was nice meeting you as he shakes his hand and then taps him on the arm and he like over exaggerates it. It looks like he's almost slapping him on the arm to make sure he gets the point across. And then Clayton does his little ITM where he's like, he's like, I did get, he told me if it was okay, he'd give me a little arm tap. He's like, and I did get that arm tap. 
like this man and his freaking sports metaphors he's so excited about the like the play calls the play signals that are going on Mm -hmm. and that was the end of Rachel's hometown and all the hometown dates we head back to the mansion for the rose ceremony and we know from the previews and from spoilers and stuff that they're going to Iceland for fantasy suites Iceland is to the east of the United States and like up kind of by Greenland right Mm -hmm. why are they flying out of LA I wish I could tell you I don't know the because you know sometimes they like film these Mm -hmm. hometowns and then they change the order based on tv yeah so I don't know if they actually ended up closer to California somehow yeah I mean there's no way that they didn't film Susie's and Rachel's hometowns both of which were on the east coast back to back like that's just not possible Mm -hmm. so maybe because they're coming from Europe they flew into Dulles in D.C went down for Susie's first, flew to Rachel's, went to Denver, and then Oklahoma City, and they were already, like, west, so then they just bounced over to LA. I don't know, though. Like, it seems like it would be just as easy. The farthest west they go is, like, the mountains. Yeah. Like, just fly back to New York. Why don't you? I don't know. These are the things that keep me up at night. Anyway, we go back to the mansion for the rose ceremony. And um, he hands out the roses to the women he's taking to the fantasy suites. The order in which they receive roses is Susie, then Gabby, and then Rachel gets the last one. Do you think this order matters at all to Clayton? Or do you think he just does what he's told? I think he just does what he's told. Based on what we saw from hometowns, it would be obvious to give Rachel the first rose. Right, yeah. And there's no reason to really make the last rose. I think the only reason it took so long for him, because Rachel looked like she was about to burst into tears at any second, and rightfully so. Yeah. Waiting to hear her name called. And I think he was just hesitating to hand out that final rose because he knew he was about to break Serene's heart as the only woman who has straight up told him that she's in love with him. Yeah, he's giving up the sure, secure relationship for the ones that he's more excited about. Mm -hmm. Which sucks. It does suck. He says during Rachel's hometown, um, when Nate and her dad are like, don't hurt Rachel, basically, like, try not to hurt this person that we love. That he goes, it's been back-to-back hometown dates that have gotten the same advice, which is don't hurt someone, but like I'm going to end up hurting someone and I don't know what to do about it. Yeah. Well, I can tell you one way to not do that. And that's don't sleep with all of them and don't tell all of them that you love them and then tell all of them that you slept with all of them and told all of them that you love them. Clearly, Brother Palmer is not a good mentor. Yeah, Brother Palmer, step it up, man. We say goodbye to Serene. She asks him why. He kind of says nothing. Yeah, she's like, is it something I said? He's like, no, you didn't do anything. You didn't say anything. She's like, what then? And he's like, hmm? He, like, at one point, I feel like he literally says nothing. Uh Like silence. 
it it was like very hard to watch and I am scared for that reunion on women tall or after the final rose or whatever I hope she number one recognizes how much she's worth because she deserves the world and number two I hope she kind of like digs into him a little bit like I told you I love you you looked like that was great news and then you sent me home and could give me no explanation and you gave me nothing to work with you gave me no closure whatsoever you didn't say it's that I have strong relationships with the other one because he doesn't except Rachel like Um, there were so many things he could have said that would have helped her gain some clarity and he said nothing and she looks upset by it but like not a lot of people when they're sent home at after hometowns are like devastated sobbing mm-hmm. she looks like she's like you are number one on my hit list right now <laughs> as she should be honestly and that's a reaction I think we should see more of is more people being like you messed this up we had a great thing it's your fault and you're going to regret it and I'm going to have a great time yeah I agree I agree we'll see you on the beach serene um I think she's I don't think she has a shot at being the bachelorette. Do you think she does? No, she's definitely meant for paradise. They're not going to give her. She did, didn't get a bachelorette at it. Yeah. At yeah. all. I agree. We see in the previews what goes down next week. And based off of the backgrounds that we see of the women reacting to various pieces of information, it looks like the I was intimate with both of you speech is uh towards Rachel and Gabby Mm -hmm. they have been messing with us all season though so we'll see if they what who it ends up being we also get audio clips of Susie saying I don't think it's too much to ask someone who could potentially be my future husband not to sleep with other women I think that's for sure a red herring I think that happens as they're going into the date And I don't think this is like a Maddie Pruitt ultimatum situation. Like, I don't think she's going to leave because he's had sex with them. I think it's just like a preference, you know? I think so too. I think that was it. Yeah. Like I said, hometowns, like you hype up a lot, but there's not always a lot to discuss. It's just like, oh, look, here's some people with some people that are important to them. How did they yell at Clayton today? Exactly. Yeah. There's no drama between the women because they're all in their silos. Mm-hmm. Shall we get into our picks then? Mm-hmm. Um, your, our first category was best dressed. I'm going to be honest. I paid no attention to outfits, so I have no pick. I'm going to be honest. I make these categories and I also didn't pay attention to the fashion, even though I knew that it was going to be a category. <laughs> I did really like Susie was wearing this pink medium to long length coat it wasn't a trench it was kind of like like a longer pea coat I guess Mm -hmm. I liked that coat I would wear that coat okay of the cities that we visited this week which one did you think was the best um obviously Claremont is similar to my home so I knocked it out I said I can't choose that (laughs) one um and I'd go with Denver I liked um Gabby's uh like daytime portion of her hometown a lot I thought it was fun it looked very just like a a nice time to to have yeah of the four cities I would I would live in Denver for sure you don't want to be a Florida girl 
No. <laughs> I don't like your governor, and I don't like how difficult it is to vote out your governor, so I will not be moving to Florida anytime soon. That is not how we're basing our best city on it ep- during episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course I picked, of the four, I picked the bluest state mm-hmm. and city. <laughs> uh, what was your yikes this week? Um, Clayton's reaction every time someone, a family member asked if he was in love. Yeah. Because <laughs> the pure look of panic on his, like he couldn't even like try and hide that he didn't know how to answer this question. And that was the cringiest to me. And again, this is why it's helpful to pick somebody who has gone far enough in the process that they know about these situations or somebody who's done their research. Or someone who just has a good mentor to walk them through it. Brother Palmer, where were you? He was a ghost this episode. Yeah, he just showed up right before the rose ceremony. He's like, do you know what you're going to do? And Clayton's like, I don't know. Yeah, I do. And he's like, all right, cool. Good job, Clayton. Um, Mine was Clayton on the obstacle course with Serene. There was one point in particular where you're buckled into a rope and you have to walk across little stepping stones, but you're, you know, 80, 85 feet in the air or whatever. He loses his mind doing this. He's so freaked out and so nervous about it. And he like gives Serene a warning about it and she just struts across like it's no big deal. It was awesome. I loved it. That was really fun. And then what was your favorite activity? I guess the obstacle course. That's the one I would want to do the most. I think the Serene in the sky thing. Mm-hmm. What about you? I like the kayaking. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Kayaking was a good one too new category this week called protect at all costs who was your favorite family member or hometown guest star that you want to protect at all costs um obviously gabby's grandpa yeah of course i made this category so that we could talk more about gabby's grandpa (laughs) because again he gave quality advice we see where gabby's gotten her sense of humor from Mm -hmm. But like also just real talk with him all around. Yeah, I agree. I picked Gabby's grandpa too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I saw that category and I was like, we literally texted about Gabby's grandpa yesterday. So I like both of us had the same choice, but we just wanted to like gush on him a little bit longer. We texted a lot throughout the episode, but I would say about 25% of our texts were about Gabby's grandpa. Yeah, I would agree with that. Maybe more, honestly. Um, last but not least, who do you think had the most effective hometown date, or did your opinion about any of these contestants change at all as a result of their hometown dates? I think Gabby had the most effective hometown. Yeah. We got to see a more like emotionally vulnerable side of her. Mm-hmm. Not that she's been like emotionally reserved in this process, but even Clayton says in this episode, he's like, she's so fun to be around. Like you never know what she's going to say next. And like, he calls her out at some point. He's, he's like, oh, are you getting sentimental here? And she's like, if you say, if you tell this to anyone, I'll kill you. Like, yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. That line destroyed me. That was so funny. But like, you got to see how much her family means to her and how much, how like meaningful this process is. And that was really nice to, to watch. So I, I mean, I've liked Gabby since the beginning. Like, it's not that my opinion has changed of her a whole lot, but it's more that I've have a greater appreciation for her and her relationship with Clayton as well. Yeah, I also picked Gabby. Um, 
I didn't dislike Gabby at any point. I thought that she was more the funny comic relief of the season. Um, Mm. We got more depth when she had her one-on-one date and talked about her mom, obviously, but this just really emphasized how well-rounded she is and how much of a family person she is. So agreed. Also thought Gabby's was the most effective. Um, Did your mom have thoughts this week? Yes, I asked her if she watched this week and what her her thoughts were, and she goes, it was a good one. I didn't expect him to send Serene home. I thought it was Gabby or the Blondie. And I said, who is Blondie? I said, Pilot Rachel? And she goes, no, the other one. So she means Susie. And then she said, I don't see him ending with Gabby or Susie, but he has the hots for Susie. So I think he just kept her for fantasy suites because he was very off at that hometown. Yeah, that's good insight. I think she's right. I And that, that would speak to what you were saying earlier about him trying to convince himself that he is more into her than he is I think that he knows that she's attractive but doesn't feel that much of a personality spark I told I think I told you the other week too that I was like it reminds me a lot of Colton and Hannah Brown that it's like on paper everything made sense Mm -hmm. he's like I should want to be with you and it's the same thing with Susie that he's Colton 2.0 aka ABC's himbo aka Clayton is like everything about you makes sense and I should want you to be my person but like something's not there I was gonna say I think I've seen this film before and I didn't like the ending but then we got one of the greatest seasons of the bachelorette of all time so Susie as Hannah B 2.0 Susie Beast do you think it's gonna be Susie or do you think it's gonna be Gabby at this point I would love to see Gabby as bachelorette I think a lot of the things that worked really well with Hannah Brown would work really well with Gabby. Mm-hmm. I don't, I honestly don't know who I think ABC will choose as Bachelorette. And that's really frustrating to me because I feel like usually at this point I've figured it out. Yeah. Did you think it was going to be Katie on Matt's season? I did think it was going to be Katie. Interesting. <laughs> did you think that? So I, I heard about Katie being floated as Bachelorette from... Mr. Steven, Reality Steve. Mr. Steven? Did you see the edit before Steve dropped the spoiler? Like, did you predict it before Steve <clears throat> came out and said it? Yeah, I thought it was just she, they like clearly liked her enough. Mm-hmm. Um, because usually the person who's like tattletailing to the Bachelor Bachelor doesn't get too much screen time, except like they're tattletale and they move on. But like they Sierra get- this season. Mm-hmm but they always gave Katie a little extra time that you like wanted to side with her. And I was like, there's a reason for this. And she does, she doesn't seem like someone they were going to send to the beach. Mm -hmm. I think she would have done a lot better on the beach. Um, But yeah, on a completely unrelated note, what are your predictions for tomorrow's lottery numbers? (laughs) I am not good at the lottery as my dad makes me play with him every time. That is (laughs) literally absolutely shocking because you are so good at figuring the entire season of the bachelor out i'm shocked that that doesn't translate to lottery <laughs> luck i wish it did my life would be a lot different true true um i think that's it for this week yeah i think so too we've got two episodes of bachelor next week you have your exams next week don't you yeah i'm gonna be out next tuesday uh, got a lot of 
I've got a lot of work to do and I'm way behind on a bunch of stuff. Comment in the comments if you know what movie that's from. So I'll be out next week. We'll have an exciting guest host next week uh, for two episodes. Big week. Big week. Um, if you liked what you heard today, please leave us some feedback. Please rate us on Spotify. Um, you can write us a postcard bonus points if we like the postcard and find it aesthetically pleasing. You can set up a Zoom conference with us to give us your thoughts over Zoom. You can make us a TikTok. Uh, you can write a journal entry and mail us the journal and we'll read that. Yeah, I think those are all good options. All the best forms of communication. Um, I will see you guys in two weeks and Paulina will see you guys next week. So with that, good night. Good night.